The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. Earlier this week, lawmakers unanimously approved two new judges to serve on the State Corporation Commission. The regulatory agency is responsible for overseeing Virginia's public utilities, insurance companies, and more. Sam Towell and Kelsey Baggett both worked with a former SCC commissioner and held other positions in the private and public sectors. The vote means the SCC's three judge positions will be filled for the first time since 2021. The Henrico County Board of Supervisors recently approved a number of resolutions related to the Fall Line Trail, which is planned to connect Ashland and Petersburg. VPM News reporter Lyndon German has more. Last year, the county held a groundbreaking ceremony for the 43-mile paved walking and bike trail. Torrell Hughes, the county's director of public works, recently commended the region's combined efforts. This is a great shout out to the region for cooperation and collaboration. I mean, this is really like building a bike highway through the Richmond region, so very exciting prospect coming ahead. Henrico officials say its seven-mile portion of the Fall Line Trail should be finished by 2026 though additional agreements may be necessary to complete the project. I'd say most of the land rights are already acquired, but we, we do have some work to do in some sections that, you know, you, you have multiple property owners to coordinate with. About 20 miles of the trail's first phase is expected to be under construction this year. Lyndon German, VPM News. A right-wing group that previously sued the New York Times is claiming a book by former U.S. Congressman Denver Riggleman includes, quote, egregious lies. First Amendment Praetorian is seeking $50 million from Riggleman and Hearst Publishing. A Hearst publication printed an excerpt of The Breach, the untold story of the investigation into January 6th, according to the news in advance. Riggleman was a Republican member of the U.S. House between 2019 and 2021 and later served as an advisor to the January 6th committee. Virginia schools could be required to conduct at least one fire drill during the first 10 days of each school year. Legislation aligning state law with the Virginia Fire Prevention Code sailed unanimously through the House of Delegates this week. Delegate Ellen Campbell is the bill's sponsor. The safety of our children and, of course, and our faculty and staff working in the schools is of paramount, right? So we don't need confusion when it comes to fire drills. Current state law does not specify the number of required fire drills each school year. The proposed legislation would also require monthly drills at a minimum. A Martinsville circuit court judge has decided West Virginia Governor Jim Justice and his family won't go to trial over $300 million in loans they owe to a Virginia bank. The Carter Bank and Trust loan includes language that allows the company to receive a judgment without a trial, according to Cardinal News. The Justice family's request for trial was turned down by the judge, who said they hadn't offered a, quote, well-organized defense and hadn't disputed terms of the loan. 
The Port of Virginia says it's now using only clean energy. Catherine Hafner with partner station WHRO News has more. The port is working to reach net zero carbon emissions by 2040. That means not only powering the port with renewables, but also shutting off emissions from things like diesel trucks. This year's milestone marks the first half of that. Here's Kathy Vick with the Port of Virginia. We were able January 1 to achieve 100% of our electricity to come from clean sources. So that's nuclear, wind, solar, and some hydro. They've done that through a utility agreement that ensures their power comes from those sources. Vic says going green is a smart business decision. The port can help cargo owners meet their own emissions reduction requirements. As these cargo owners are choosing where to send their cargo, we feel like it gives us a definitely a commercial competitive advantage. The Norfolk port is the first on the East Coast to fully run on renewables. Now they'll focus on electrifying equipment like forklifts and yard tractors. That was Catherine Hafner with partner station WHRO News. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.